I was surprised to find out so many amazing things are being revealed uh, right on Twitter. Even though the uh, the Twit monster likes to uh, cancel people's accounts, they're basically angry with people that talk about uh, uh, don't take the vaccine. <laughs> they're obviously getting paid money to uh, get rid of the people that want to speak the truth. And vaccines are bad news. I know. <laughs> A couple of weeks ago, I did a whole show on that for data. I don't want to, you know, archive my shows uh, a couple of weeks back, and you'll, you'll hear me doing plenty about that. But there's so many better things to talk about. The future, uh, <laughs> uh, a one-time famous comedian, Conan O'Brien, he used to have a little gimmick when he had the, uh, uh, after the, uh, <laughs> the late show, uh, he had his comedy show on Channel 4, and he followed, uh, you know, Mr. Draw himself. Uh, and uh, he had a little segment, The Future Conan, Yes, The Future. And his little sidekick there, they would uh, uh, meander around with words back and forth about what's going to happen in the future. Yeah, some of it was funny, but... We don't have to do comedy anymore because the real future is encroaching upon us. And it's going to culminate in an earth-shattering thing called the event. We're talking about a wash of energy coming on the planet. We're building up to it now. The star seeds are getting themselves in place. If you don't know what star seeds are, well, they're basically Pleiadians here to help anchor the light on planet Earth because... We have to have an anchoring of a certain amount of light to be able to receive this whoosh from the center of our universe that's going to uh, do a quantum recrystallization. That's right. You you probably won't even find that in the dictionary. A quantum recrystallization of all matter on Earth. And uh, every cell in our bodies will be reconfigured, uh, given a new vibration cycle. Yeah, everything is vibration and frequency. Many have talked about that. But that's it, a quantum recrystallization. That first started coming out in books back in the last century. I think uh, I'll have to give credit to uh, Dr. J.J. Hurtak, uh, author of uh, The Book of Knowledge. Uh, the Keys of Enoch, where that um, that phrase first uh, comes in uh, and explaining uh, the future sciences that are coming their way. And it's only a couple of years away. I wish it was only a couple of months away because, you know, the bad guys, the cabal, the New World Order, they are still needling us, no pun intended. <laughs> Maybe that's why that joke evolved, uh, you know, 50, 60 years ago or more in uh, social uh, commentary. Uh, in fact, the, uh, it was uh, foretelling that in the future, the bad guys are going to needle us with real needles, trying to pump poisonous vaccines into us to kill us, of course, because, you know, It's out there, Agenda 21. You know, the bad guys, they announced their plans beforehand. Nobody complains. They go, okay, well, let's just go ahead with it. Nobody squawked. And that's what's wrong with being sheeple. And that's what the sheeple uh, are guilty of. You know, you're you're too complicit. You know, you want to obey everything Mr. TV, uh, the boob tube general, says to you. And just take it as truth when... It's, most of it is lies, really. I mean, uh, how much of the, the things that show up on the news shows is really true, you know? I mean, sure, the obvious thing that you want to hear about, where the fires were today, uh, who got uh, in a car accident, who got stabbed, who got shot. They think we want to hear that stuff. Not really. Maybe 100 years ago people wanted to hear that stuff, but nowadays we'd like to hear some good news about how government maybe is doing something good for us. No, we all hear lies and and propaganda to get us to do things that we really don't want to do. 
if a, if a doctor that's going to stick you with the vaccine told you exactly what was in there, I think you'd change your mind on the spot. And not only told you what's in there, but told you that the horrible side effects that those ingredients can uh, perpetrate upon you. Yeah. Of course, they're not, you know. They're still lying, you know. Um, I say Italy, I-T-L-Y, an acronym for In the last year, uh, the human race has uncovered all the lies and everything about this fake pandemic, uh, uh, C-virus, fake PCR tests. It's all lies and scams to get you to... uh, to submit to uh, having your rights taken away, having your businesses destroyed. And, of course, the, the further down uh, the hill beaten down that the society can be taken, uh, you know, the more easier we are to control. And that's what the, um, the crazy people who, the bad guys who run this world, that's all they care about, controlling us. And there's, a, you know, a certain number of them that want to kill us all. Get rid of humanity. We only need so many slaves, laborers. And um, that's what's going on. But the good news, you got to go on uh, Twitter, really. Look for the star seats. Follow them. You know, you don't even have to be a member of Twitter to view people's tweets. Just go on there. Hey, you view the things I'm talking about, you know. Uh, I'm at uh, Tom Edison Press. You know, that's my handle. T-O-M-E-D-I-S-O-N-P-R-E-Z. Simple. And um, I'm always tweeting, giving my two cents out there, and I make a lot of profound statements, and I correlate things, and I try to be helpful with my suggestions. Or uh, other people have, there's plenty of people out there putting out good vibrations. They're putting out love. They're putting out truth and understanding I try to be supportive of those people. Sometimes, you know, somebody explains something, and I'll try to make it a little clearer by adding to what they said. That's basically what I do out there. And um, like I said, the stories are bringing so much fantastic knowledge to us about things that have been kept from us. And uh, there's other individuals who are just like myself. They're... Total individuals, not part of any group, not part of the Star Seeds, not part of uh, Galactic Federation. They're just, you know, educated, informed, truth seeking, good natured people. And um, uh, let's let's give ourselves a toast, all us independent thinkers, because we are the ones who have the solutions to the problems. You know, politicians never had solutions to anything. Maybe one politician that had one real solution to anything and put it forth into action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll give you 10 years to come up with that one. And you might have to spend 10 years searching to find one. Uh, but um, And the so-called scientists, several propaganda scientists now, they get, yeah, they're owned by the companies that pay them the money. Real scientists? Huh. Hard to find. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know who was the last real scientist, Tesla, probably. Uh, and look what happened to that poor guy, you know. I don't even want to get into that. You can look that story up yourself. But the thing we need to be focusing on, hey, uh, is our galactic brothers and sisters. Supposedly, no, no, that's what I from the grapevine or the tweet vine or in the airwaves. I hear there's billions, not millions, billions of spacecraft from all over the universe are here in our solar system. You know, they're hanging out. Some of them are cloaked. Some of them are not. Some of them are ready for the final battle you know, military ships and stuff. And they're all here, and we've got the biggest show in town. You know, this is live theater here on planet Earth. Your life is being paid way more attention to than you ever thought, really. 
and they can tune in basically anytime they want. You know, they have all the te- superior technologies to do that. And um, it's almost like the Santa Claus story. He knows when you've been sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been dead or good, so be good for a good mistake. Yeah, those ETs had that that Santa Claus knowledge. And uh, (laughs) they are observing and they are interacting and they're helping us take out the trash, the bad guys. And from uh, what I've learned just on Twitter in the past couple of years, I mean, I knew about most of the conspiracies ongoing, but uh, to the extent of all the uh, other electronic traps they've laid in our universe, on our planet here, in our solar system, even implanting uh, devices that can be exploded in people's bodies. I mean, how sick are these creatures? But anyhow... So there's a lot of dismantling to take a part on the part of the Galactic Federation, and that's partly why it's taking so long. You know, if everything had been, uh, we hadn't been so subdued by the dark side, uh, I believe, I don't know whether it was 1987 perhaps was the date that we could have uh, ascended into a better reality where there are no uh, evil creatures controlling people. Everything is follows what's known, uh, um, uh, beginning of long procedures, what's known as the Galactic Codex. C-O-D-E-X. And, uh, that's out there on the internet too. In fact, I, I'll, I'll mention it again. Uh, go to, you know, go on the internet, 212 portal dot blog spot dot com and you'll hear a lot of uh, informative information about what's going on behind the scenes uh, who are some of the players you may have never heard before and uh, it's important to be knowledgeable about what's going on so when they uh, they finally uh, make their announcement, the Galactic Federation, the 52 star nations and uh, good guys, and show up the next day, don't be, you know, you won't be that shocked. You'll be expecting them to show up. You'll wonder, well, what took you so long, you know? Because um, that's what is going to happen. It's like written in stone. It's going to happen. It's just a question of exactly when. Nobody knows when. And nobody is going to be told when until the final decision is made, probably by God himself. And remember, when I say God himself, understand, uh, when you're that high up on the totem pole to the single source of all there is, there is no sex. There is no male or female. We're talking about spiritual consciousness, potent spiritual consciousness that has no male or female identity whatsoever. That was all created way later. I've said this before in many shows, but it needs repeating. You know, right now, I don't know what you're watching on the video. Uh, I mean, I could set it up so I could watch, watch the video uh, being put out there exactly what's appearing to myself. I don't know. Have you seen before I catch it? Uh, the, you know, they're coming up, perhaps. But there's a... It's a lot of work to do that, you know? It's just... Uh, I like to concentrate on the show, what I'm talking about. Leading the listener with the conversation making it interesting. Uh, you notice I rarely talk about what uh, so-and-so said and this one said and uh, what the uh, senators are doing because I don't give a crap what they say and I don't care what they're talking about because they basically they do shit. You know, we need a better form of government, you know? And I said it before, I'll say it again, yeah, 
Back in 1776, it all sounded like a good idea. Yeah, a republic with elected representatives. Well, let's just uh, go over the reality of that. And republic, you have no power. Get that straight. Yeah, you, again, you've been lied to since birth. Now, first of all, America is not a democracy, nor any other country is a democracy. There are no democracies on planet Earth. They're all republics or dictatorships or, or communist hellholes. What can we say? Um, which is the same as a dictatorship, basically. I mean, a dictatorship could be a good, if you had the right dictator, it could be a good form of system. Uh, because, you know, the dictator was a good guy. He'd make all the right decisions, and we wouldn't have to have uh, uh, logjam congresses like the U.S. Congress or like some of the other nations, too, you know? I mean, it, uh, that's one of the worst things about the American government, the Democrat and Republican parties. Sure, the Democrats are the bad guys now, but, you know, a couple of decades ago, the Republicans were the bad guys. Five decades ago, whatever, yeah. Like back in the 60s, the Democrats were the good guys. And through the 70s, too, you know. And But now it's, um, well, there are no good guys now. <laughs> There's just bad and horrible. And the horrible ones are the Democrats, you know. And it's, it's a plan designed to fail. It's morphed into a plan designed to fail. If the Congress is basically 50% Democrats and 50% Republicans, even if they have one or two people edged, that's not going to work out anything for anybody, really. That's uh, Then all they do is concentrate on, well, can we get enough votes to pass this? And the bills are all loaded with junk, you know? If they can't vote on one thing at a time, it's only because they don't want to do that. That would make some sense, you know? Voting on one thing at a time and doing that a couple of times every day. You know, you don't have to read no big bills. Somebody will say, look, this is what the bill is. This is what we're voting for. Are you for it or not? And no bill should be longer than three cases. You see, I've got this all figured out, you know. That's why I ran for president, you know. Uh, as an individual, write-in candidate, I, I know, I might have the record already. Four times I've done it. And uh, if there is another presidential election, I'll be doing it again. But uh, I'm not going to join the Republican Party. I'm not going to join the Democratic Party. If they want to support me, well, I can accept that. In fact, I asked both parties, give it up. Support somebody who knows how to govern. Come on. You got a clown or a clone? We don't know what that is in there right now. Uh, it's masked, whatever it is. <laughs> and uh, we got uh, the clone's uh, sidekick, uh, you know, waiting in the sidelines with plenty of banana peels <laughs> so she can step in and take her day before the whole sham shithouse goes up in flames, as the saying goes. And uh, because it will, um, this little uh, parade they're on now, it's not going to last too long. In fact, I don't think it, it's certainly not going to last a whole four years. But, uh, you know, uh, Republic is the idea of Republic. You know, back then in 1776, they, they didn't envision uh, multi-billionaires and trillionaires with so much money they can buy just about everybody out. They didn't envision an internet. So, you know, communication was far and few between. You know, sometimes the only message between towns was on horseback, you know. Paul Revere riding the British are coming. Yeah. They didn't even have the telegraph up yet. Uh, certainly didn't have telephones. The um, or any of the convenient uh, communication, satellite communications, you know. So it's a whole new ball game now. And um, like I said, the whole system morphed into what it is now, which is a, a, a giant game of tic-tac-toe 
where everybody knows all the moves and nobody can win anymore. You know, it's sad. If you look at the uh, results for most of the uh, presidential elections, unless you go way back to the beginning of America, they're all basically 50-50, you know? One party versus the other party. And with that, it's difficult to get things done because one party blocks the other party, uh, one blackmails the other one. Well, we'll give you this if you give us that. And, of course, the people get tossed by the wayside, which is true in every country in the world, pretty much. And um, so I'll repeat that again. A republic, in a republic, you have no power. Really, the representatives have all the power. And when once they've learned, and they've learned a long time ago, that they don't have to do what you want to do, want them to do. And they voluntarily choose to do what the money tells them to do. And that's why our world is so screwed up. Because we have governments that don't serve the people. And uh, they serve the money and the people with the money or the corporations with the money and the lobbyists with the money and the ETs with the money. And, of course, mind control has gotten so sophisticated now. Some of these stooges that have been elected to government, they can be easily mind controlled. You know, they're like brainless chickens, you know. Put the electrodes on their head and, man, they just, like, walk around and follow orders. And that's the situation we are in now. And that's why I'm looking forward for the event when the Galactic Federation comes here, removes all these worthless pieces of trash in government and all the other bad things about our society and uh, gives us abundance of everything. Hey, we're going to get free replicators. We're going to get... Uh, med beds that use frequencies to cure anything. We're going to be given tachyon chambers to boost your health. You know, hey, there's a few tachyon chambers on Earth already. Um, but of course, it's expensive getting to the places where they're at. And, uh, that's probably the biggest expense. And then things like hotel, uh, rooms, they've gone out of the, you know, they're skyrocketing, they've passed them out of this world with their prices. It's unbelievable. You know, for a stinking room, you're going to charge an arm and a leg. I mean, that's where it's at now, you know? And you might not want to sleep in your van, though that's what a lot of us do, that uh, are homeless. Hey, I've been homeless and was sleeping in the van for a while. Never thought it happened to me, but it did because who is to blame for that government, of course? They've made so many oppressive laws. They've raised the price on everything, allowed the price of everything to be raised. They've made so many ridiculous laws that raises the price of everything. And they've really uh, bankrupt the country, put us all into financial enslavement, and uh, they still don't want to listen to us, you know? And they have no shame for what they've done. And basically, all the, uh, you know, there's been massive protests in Europe going on. Uh, people gathering in the streets, hundreds of thousands. The news media refuses to even give mention to them. That's how phony everything has gotten. And, of course, uh, the politicians, Great Britain is one of the worst, you know. It's, it's not Great Britain, it's sad Britain now, because the United Kingdom has been destroyed by saboteurs at the top. You know, the uh, leader, Boris Johnson, what a clown. What a, he's a saboteur and a liar. He was breaking promises within the first couple of weeks of being elected. Except these characters are not that easy to get rid of, especially by people that don't want to do anything. And... Uh, like the timekeeper said, <laughs> the people's revolution is long overdue. I mean, I would never call for bloodshed, but boy, physical actions have to be taken to remove these, uh, 
you know, these leeches and these saboteurs and these traitors, they're in all of the governments right now. All of the governments have these leeches and saboteurs and traitors in them. And uh, it's sad, really. So there has to be some kind of a revolution, you know? And uh, I'm suggesting that, hey, you know, we the people need to start doing something, you know, that's going to get some solutions. I mean, sure, we ought to be filing lawsuits. Of course, lawyers don't want to work for nothing. You know, that's a problem because there could be hundreds of lawyers filing lawsuits against the government now to the point of bankrupting the government. In fact, we ought to just disband the government. How could we do that? What a ways we could do it. But you know what? I don't believe anybody in uh, powerful really wants to do anything like that because they like the status quo. You know, I don't want to get on anybody's case, but I've tried to communicate because I run across some of these people on Twitter, you know, uh, drop them a direct message or say something on something they've tweeted and say, hey, the answers are easy. The answers are known. Get in touch. Nobody ever gets in touch because nobody really wants to solve these problems. There's groups out there. They set up their organizations to gather donations, and they just pocket the money and do nothing. Come on. Scam is always the hills, and it keeps going on. And let me see, who can I call out on that in particular? The Convention of the States Organization. Yeah, somebody set that up. They got their uh, tweets, I mean, their site set up, and they're asking for donations. Meanwhile, they don't have any real address. You can't really go and talk to them. What kind of an organization is that, you know? And they don't have any great ideas. They're talking, oh, well, well, we can change it with the Convention of States, but that's not a detailed plan. A Convention of States could uh, do it, but they would take somebody to think of the strategy of how to do it before you put it into motion. Say, call for a Convention of States now. The clowns, the elected clowns in government would just botch the whole thing, or they would just accept the bribe money to forget about it and do nothing. Yeah, I'm talking the truth here. What can I tell you? And um, so much for that. Hey, this is, 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 is a call-in radio show. And you could be watching the video while I'm talking. Hey, guess what? The video will play while you're talking, too, if you call in. How about that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to drink some water. Listen, that's the message out there. There's a lot of energy coming off the sun. And if you're having headaches or something like that, um, water is something good to drink. And uh, something I think called fever fuel uh, would be helpful at this point in time. And then there's other people like me. We don't really get affected by what the... Uh, the vibrations the sun's putting out there in a bad way, you know. I mean, sunlight's good for everybody to the pro uh, proper degree. And then there's sun gazing in the morning if you get up early enough. That's a problem for me because I like to go to bed just before the sun comes up. I'm an all-night owl. I've always been like that since childhood, really. Uh, and <laughs> I tell you, you know. You know, situations have forced me to get up early. I had to go to public school, you know. Uh, that was a drag. But when summer vacation came, damn, I, I was getting up 11 a.m., 12 a.m., 12 p.m., 1 p.m., uh, 2 p.m. And I mean, gone, got up as late as 3 p.m. because I'm a night owl. And... Uh, like, when I'm done with this show, I'll probably stay up and, uh, I don't know, browse on the Internet or watch some science fiction. There's a lot of cool science fiction movies that I'll watch again. So much is revealed in science fiction movies about, well, the ones from the last century, they were talking about what's happening now or what's going to be happening. 
And there's so many clues about how corrupt government is. And uh, a familiar story that runs through many science fiction themes is about the ETs, the aliens that come here from other worlds. And what do they do? They take over the government through mind control. They take over the police departments and they take over the military. And then they go in for the kill. Uh, it's the same scenario every time. Yeah, especially going mind controlling the key people. Hey, it's happening right before our eyes. I mean, uh, Sleepy Joe, that's a mind control thing or whatever it is now. You don't even know if that's uh, the first clone, the second clone, third clone, certainly not the real the real one that existed once upon a time. And uh, science has the technology how to do that stuff now. Um, you know, I have my suspicions... Uh, uh, Boris Johnson over there in the UK, he might have been taken over too when he was in the hospital, and that's a clone of him. That's why he's so unresponsive, you know. He's like tiptoeing through the tulips singing love songs, and his country is going to falling apart because of his crazy decrees with lockdowns and ridiculous demands upon his population. And the rest of the MPs in the parliament, they're all riding the gravy train. <laughs> uh, you know, they watch him in the courtyard. Oh, that's Boris doing his uh, tiptoe through the tulip stands again. And they just keep riding the gravy train and uh, counting their money. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that's what goes on in our world, you know. What can I say? And those other losers over in Europe, you know. Still trying to promote that European Union. That's just a world takeover plan, please. You couldn't see that coming, man. So anyhow, the thing to look forward to is the event. And it has to happen before July of 2025 because, uh, you know, a large portion of the universe didn't come to our solar system and hang out in their spacecraft to watch us fail. No, they came here to watch the Earth ascend, and the green light has been given. There's no turning back now. There's no stopping it. The energies are coming. The light is coming, and eventually the ETs will land and show themselves, finally. In fact, there's uh, there's people posting uh, drawings of them on, the, uh, on Twitter, you know, um, or I could say YouTube, too, because a lot of these good things on Twitter, the people are posting the, the connection, the link for the YouTube, and then you click that and you watch the five-minute, ten-minute, half-hour thing, whatever, that has a, a lot of informative information. And there's a lot of drawings of what these aliens look like. There's a whole variety of them. Yeah. There's uh, uh, creepy ones with grasshopper heads as, I guess, insecticides mixed with human biology or something. And uh, there's all kinds of weird-looking things, I guess, octopuses, uh, you, you name it, you know, giant spiders. Uh. <laughs> there's all kinds of wild creatures out there, but there are plenty of humanoids like us, you know, two arms, two legs. Some of them got three fingers, some of them got four fingers. Um, there's a famous uh, Outer Limits episode. That's science fiction from, I think, 19, uh, in the 60s. And uh, it was only on for, I'd say, probably a year or two. So there's not that many episodes. And uh, they had uh, an episode. Uh, I've got a, a couple of DVDs that have, like, you know, some of the famous episodes, and there's this one called The Six Finger Man. Yeah. He became so uh, evolved, his head got bigger, and he grew an extra finger. <laughs> you know? But supposedly a lot of these three-fingered uh, aliens, they're, they're highly advanced, more so than we are, you know? So you only need probably three fingers to uh, put things together. And... Uh, that is the deal. But unusual-looking aliens, they're, they're all over the place. Now, usually the only pictures that creep out there are these creepy-looking gray creatures. Those are the only ones we ever get to see. 
You know, we don't see, get to see good-looking ones, the charming ones, the uh, really unusual ones. And uh, But we will. And uh, how we'll really act. Some of us will be, wow. Others will be freaked out. And I think the, the ones who get overly freaked out, they'll be escorted to some other world very quickly. Because we don't need people not willing to accept reality. And this is the reality that's coming our way. It's called victory of the light. It's called meeting your galactic brothers and sisters. We will have 24-7 communications with the rest of the universe. And now we can forget about that lie we've been told, like, well, maybe we're the only people in the universe. That's why we have a search for life, please. They've been hiding... The scriptures have been in our world for a long time, and they've been hiding themselves, and now the military groups that work with them hide them uh, for, for themselves. And they're there, hidden in underground basements, caves, up in spacecraft, but they're hidden. And, uh, hey, that's an interesting thing. A lot of, uh, there's a lot of pictures of, Giant clouds, unusual looking, uh, had have to be had to be made clouds. You know, they're not just freelance by, by the winds. They definitely have shapes, and they're definitely out there. And you can damn well sure there's a spacecraft hiding in those unusual looking clouds. Some people are taking pictures of them, but we still don't have any real good close-up pictures of the aliens, the good guys. We have drawings of them out there, like there's a lot of drawings of the Pleiadians. They're supposed to be blonde-haired and blue-eyed, kind of like, you know, uh, Scandinavian type. Uh, they're probably the most, the ones that look the most like us. Uh, but there's other humanoid ones that look similar. I think there's a, a group called the Ebens. I don't think they're too pleasant looking. In fact, I think there was another science fiction episode that uh, called them something similar, like the Ebens, instead of the Ebens. And, uh, of course, if you're familiar with uh, the uh, spaceship, uh, let me see, uh, what was that? The uh, There's a book out there, uh, Something about the trip to planet Serbo, where we sent, uh, again, government not telling us what they're doing. It's supposedly happened back in the 60s, early 60s. Uh, we sent a, you know, probably right before uh, Kennedy became president, or maybe it happened uh, during his uh, beginning of his reign. But somewhere around that time, around 1960, we sent uh, something like, you know, a dozen astronauts to this planet Serbo, and they uh, got to see what it was like, and they came back, I don't know, 20 years later or something. Who knows? You can look it up, Planet Serbo. You'll find something about it. I got the book somewhere. I read it. Uh, quite interesting, but no pictures. <laughs> kind of descriptions. Yeah, they were humanoid, but apparently not, not that blonde-haired, blue-eyed, good-looking kind, like, the Pleiadians, uh, that particular variety of Pleiadians. The, uh, uh, what's interesting, too, about a lot of these aliens and how they've been depicted in early science fiction movies from as far back as 100 years ago, even with asylum movies, you know. Uh, they were depicting what aliens might look like, and they would usually have them, they're all wearing shiny suits, as if the people who wrote these stories had maybe seen some, or they were telepathically contacted by them. The, the, uh, <laughs> the aliens, uh, ETs in silver suits, uh, said uh, to the writer of the screenplay, hey, uh, give us silver suits. We all wear the same kind. And that became uh, incorporated into a story, became incorporated into a science fiction movie, and there's been plenty like that. In fact, all the drawings of the Pleiadians, they all have more than blue suits, you know, one-piece suits. And uh, when you hear testimonies of people that have been abducted, they say, yeah, the, the creatures on the ships they were uh, had been abducted to were all wearing 
one-piece suits. Interesting. Well, we'll find out. I guess that's the end of the clothing business once the EQs arrive. I don't think so. We like our variety. In fact, I heard an interesting uh, comment uh, on Twitter. Uh, some Someone said that uh, the Pleiadians can't figure out why we all wear different clothes. Well, well they have a few things to learn. Uh, hey, it'll be sharing. You know, they don't know everything. All these um, highly superior, advanced cultures, they might have obtained peace, and they uh, might follow the galactic codex and all get along, and they might be uh, good-hearted and loving, but there's a lot that we know that they don't know. And uh, my shock, once I started uh, following all these uh, starseeds and listening to their commentary about what's coming our way and what to be prepared for and who the Galactic Federation is and start giving us a history of when we were taking over. And uh, I was shocked to find out that <laughs> there was a tremendous amount of knowledge I picked up from books, you know, about and from uh, people, some of these people who've written these books, they've had personal experiences, and I've talked to people that have met aliens and have been abducted. And the, the stuff that they're talking about is they only know a portion of the history of the universe. They don't know it all. They probably know more about our planet than we do. That's no surprise because we've been kept in the dark for way too long. But... Uh, that's going to change little, little by little. It's coming out. Don't expect the U.S. government to come out and tell you. They won't come out and tell you anything. In fact, they'll probably still, uh, the fake news media will probably, probably still be trying to deny it's happening. Oh, people are panicking. But there's no spacecraft here, you know. Next thing, the UTs uh, will be walking into the newsroom, uh, you know, right in front of the cameras. And, uh, <laughs> That's about when they'll finally give up. Something like that will have to happen. Of course, uh, our galactic brothers and sisters have already told us they will break into all the news broadcasting, any kind of broadcasting network at the same time all around planet Earth. And so we'll all get to hear the same message, whether we're on the Internet, whether we're watching TV, whether we're listening to the radio or any public address system, and it'll all, we'll all get to hear the uh, announcement that they will be showing up, I guess, tomorrow. And that will break the ice, finally, which reminds me, hey, I've got an entertaining video out there on YouTube. It's called Break the Ice. Uh, so you'll have to go to YouTube you know, the music, uh, you know, you go YouTube.com and they got choices. There's music and then the, there's the music, uh, uh, what do you call it? Whatever. And you go there and uh, in the information bar, you type in Break the Ice. But with that particular song, there's some hot babe out there has got a song. You know, she's a teenage idol or something and, uh, She's got a song by the same name. So to get to see mine, uh, which is, I say, much more entertaining than hers, unless you just want to look at some young chick's hot body, you know, uh, you have to write by Tom Edison after it. That's a T-O-M-E-D-I-S-O-N. So when you're in the information bar on YouTube, you're writing Break the Ice by Tom Edison. It's only two minutes long, but it shows people having a good time, you know, dancing. And uh, we need to do more of that. Um, you know, this lockdown has killed it for everybody. It's taken away our fun, but that's part of that's part of what uh, they like doing to us, you know. The kids, they don't know how to have fun like we do. The bad ones, no. All they know is power, lust, kill abuse, hurt, and uh, make people suffer. 
And when they see us having fun, they don't like that. It burns them up because they don't know how to do it. They just don't get it. You know, but we'll teach them if they want to learn. And uh, we're good at having fun. Humanity, oh, my, my God. And starting right, uh, let's say, in the last hundred years, man, we have learned about having fun. We have taught ourselves to have so much fun. We, we are like the masters of fun in the universe. And uh, we'll be teaching everyone uh, else how to have fun once we finally have that meeting, the hookup, the event. Hey, uh, it is a call-in radio show, and this might be your last chance to call in. Uh, 888-627-6008. Uh, even, you know, maybe if you got a phone, you can do it. Or you might be watching on the video screen, and uh, you don't want to call in because you're ha- having such a good time watching uh, the creative video I put together for my show. And next week, there'll be another creative video, and the week after that, because I don't like boredom. And I like variety because it is the spice of life. Hey, you know, um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm always looking at things. I was looking at books people were selling. I, I think it was at a yard sale or something. And, uh, yeah, I go to yard sales, too. Uh, <laughs> and it was titled LSD. The problem solving psychedelic, you know, and uh, basically, uh, the page talks about, uh, you know, proper use uh, has been documented and researched by real scientists, and a lot of positive things um, can come out of that. I mean, I've witnessed some myself, you know, I witnessed. Uh, this person who had a, uh, I don't know, they were told by the doctors that their their head was locked in place, and so they would walk around always with a stiff neck, you know? But I got to see that person on LSD, and it was like a miracle. That person had... <laughs> had completely forgotten what they'd been told about having a stiff neck, and they were just loose as limber as anybody else. But when the stuff wore off the next day, there they are, back with that stiff neck again, because it had been so ingrained in their head by the, the quack doctors, and they foolishly believed it. You know? But LSD freed them for that, that one evening. And there's plenty of other grand LSD stories. You know, my estimation is probably maybe one in a thousand people can't handle it. And there'll always be a few. So why should 999 people have to uh, miss out on enlightenment, the gaining of wisdom, the plugging in to the universe beyond what you normally are plugged into on planet Earth because we're restricted here? Why should 999 people have to suffer for one person who can't handle it? There's no logic in that except, you know, evil government wants to punish people. They don't want people having a good time. They don't want people being unlocked from their fears. They don't want people gaining wisdom. They want people stupid because they're easier to control when they're stupid, you know? Besides that, all the drug laws are in violation of the First Amendment. I thought we had lawyers in this country. How come, I'd like to know, how come there isn't one damn lawyer in this whole um, amazing United States of America that ever wanted to take that to court and give us back our freedom? You know, if you want to take something that makes you feel good, that's your business. It's your body. Of course, the government wants to own your body, and the government doesn't want you to have a good time, except unless they authorize it. You know, but, you know, if somebody can take something and just something and it makes them feel good and in many cases makes them a better person, probably the worst drug is uh, alcohol because 
too much of that makes everybody a nasty person. You know, if you can limit your alcohol, it's okay. A lot of people don't know how to do it. That's why alcohol is legal in most countries in the world, because they want people to get drunk and fuck up and get arrested and do crime, because that helps them take control of their society, government take control. And probably, uh, you know, something like heroin, you know, the people that showed up, shoot up and play Russian roulette with their body like that and yield, hey, you know? Uh, I don't know how people can let anybody stick a needle in them. I don't get it. I hate needles. You know? Uh, but that is the craziness we have to deal with in this world. But that's it. Lawyers should, should uh, it's a violation of the First Amendment. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. If you're, pursue, if you're taking psychedelics uh, to pursue your happiness, you, you know, you have a right to do that, whether the government says you do or not. You know, and like I said, I've gone to plenty of concerts where Grateful Dead shows, and ninety percent of the people are tripping. Well, you know, maybe one person went <laughs> whacked out in that whole concert. You know, we're talking fifty thousand, sixty thousand, seventy thousand people selling out shows, and at least ninety percent of the people that are tripping, you can tell, just look in their eyes <laughs> and see the smile and see how happy they are. So don't tell me uh, it's a bad thing. That's that's the damn government lying to you again, you know? <laughs> uh, see, I ever saw that funny movie? See, I had one or two, uh, uh, gave it to uh, soldiers to see how they would act being given LSD. They thought it was going to, uh, you know, cripple their mind or something like that. Turned out the soldiers, <laughs> everybody stopped following commands, walking in any direction, and... Uh, freed themselves of all uh, restraints and uh, and order following. You know, that's, that's what uh, psychedelics can do, free your mind, make you a smarter person. Hey, but you got to be careful because there's always some stupid law enforcement people looking to bust people just for the sake of busting them. And if there's a stupid law in the book that gives them the, the, the opportunity to do that, they're going to take advantage of that because some people... That's the world they're stuck in, and that's the world they want to be in. And guess what? Those people aren't going to be on there here on Earth no more. And I can't wait till the aliens arrive and take them away. Really, we don't need people like that. We need loving people, people that want to have a good time, people that want to be loving and know how to be loving. Well, listen, my friends, we're coming to the end of the show. You're going to hear my music right after I do the countdown. Hey, and, you know... Uh, have a good time. Find out what it is to have fun. Watch some of my videos, Subway Fantasy, Subway Fantasy 2. And uh, there's some great music out there. It's all on YouTube.com. In fact, you can, if you had the Google bar, Google Chrome, you can just Google that Subway Fantasy, and uh, the three videos on, uh, out there will pop up. So... Uh, tell your friends to tune in next week, and... Uh, Tell them about, this is radio TV. You know, there's an image going on behind what I'm talking, when I'm talking, or you talking if you had called in. Okay, Mr. Engineer, it's time to take us out of here now. Here's the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one, zero.
Stop the 